This podcast is provided for general information only and assumes a certain level of knowledge of financial markets. It is not an invitation to make an investment and should not be construed as advice. The views in this podcast are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily reflect those of Investec Asset Management. Value of investments can fall as well as rise and losses may be made. Central banks worldwide are in focus at the moment and to describe what has happened at the Bank of England, the BOE, and also the US Federal Reserve in the last 24 hours is Russell Silverstone, who's the head of Developed Market Foreign Exchange and Rates at Investec Asset Management in London. Let's start with the Fed. Slightly different stance last night, actually. Slightly different tone from the US Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. Russell? Yeah, hello there, Lindsay. Absolutely. So um, the Federal Reserve really are one of the only central banks globally that have managed to manage to normalise policy. And now they're really just sitting on their hands. They want to see the US is pretty much at full employment. Inflation's a bit disappointing. The economy's doing well. They want to sort of sit on their hands and see how uh, things unfold and decide what to do next. The difference, the the, the, the market, however, um, is discounting rate cuts, um, and so there is a sort of a difference in opinion um, between what the street is expecting and what the Fed are expecting. And on balance, uh, the chair just sort of pushed back against the market somewhat and said, "Look, you know, the US is in a great place. We really don't need to um, worry too much. We can keep rates unchanged, um, and actually, we're not too concerned about about um, slightly lower inflation." So, uh, a relatively upbeat message, I think, relative. To to expectations in the market. I sort of got the impression, though, that what he was saying, and probably for the future this is probably more important than what you have just described, is that they said that low inflation is transitory. In other words, it's not here for very long. In other words, inflation is going to pick up because of full employment and because of demand in the economy. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the first thing to say is, is I mean, most of the central banks have the same model, which is if you know if we're at full employment, ultimately the, the lack of sort of supply in the economy is going to is going to push inflation up, and and actually at the global level that hasn't really happened. So, so there's this narrative in the market that inflation is low, the Fed are going to therefore need to accommodate, um, and and in particular, uh, inflation was very close to target at the end of last year, and in the last few months it's it's fallen quite sharply. So. To the, the sort of core measure that they track um, is down to just a shade above 1.5%. And exactly right, he he basically dismissed that and said, look, it, you know, it, it, it is unusual factors. Um, so clothing, for example, um, sort of prices fell shopping. And, and typically, you know, you can see here in the UK, clothing prices um, rise and fall depending on the weather, actually, um, literally. Uh, and the other the other um, factor, which is actually really relevant to what I do on a day-to-day basis, was, was actually fund management charges uh, had, had fallen um, sharply and, and that was actually due to the large dislocation we saw in markets last year and of course as markets have bounced the expectation is that the sort of the, the, the fees essentially rise again and therefore um, inflation inflation sort of comes back so yes relative to what the market was hoping for that sort of dismissal as the sort of low inflation as a sort of transitory effect was relatively upbeat. Mm. Okay, so what do you think is going to happen now? There was going to be cuts, but uh, certain people that I speak to say a cut would be disastrous and would send the wrong message to the, the stock markets and certainly to all asset classes that have risk attached to them. Uh, what do you think is going to happen next? Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I mean, I think as we've discussed in the past, you know, there's always a range of possible outcomes and all we try and do is is, is, is just sort of overweight one um, outcome relative to the other. And on balance, our sort of central case is that 
growth is fine. Um, it's it's close to sort of a normal trend rate in, in the US. Unemployment remains low. Inflation remains reasonable. And therefore, the Federal Reserve have got absolutely no incentive to do anything whatsoever. Uh, and therefore, rates over a sort of a reasonable horizon remain unchanged. Um, and you're right. You know, if they start reducing rates, um, it's it's a question of why. Um, and 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 the sort of the big narrative in the market is that, uh, well, the Federal Reserve, uh, you know, they cut rates in in '95 uh, before raising them again, and cut rates in '98 before sort of um, putting them back up again to support markets, and that would be a good thing. But what everyone's forgotten about when they actually did this in '98, um, it was because <laughs> Russia defaulted, Asia was in turmoil, and global markets were collapsing. So you know, we have to be careful what we wish for, and 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 you know. I think take the Federal Reserve at face value. They are trying to support the economy. They want to um, meet their statutory client um, um, objectives, um, which is actually, yeah, very good. Should be good for equities. Should be good for growth. Um, just slightly disappointing to bond markets, which are priced for low rates. Let's now cross the herring pond and come to the Bank of England and Mr. Carney. What did they do today? Uh, well, they, they um, again, sat on their hands. Um, and, of course, they've got, uh, we've managed to avoid the B word so far, but they, they, they've got to try and um, forecast through the fog of Brexit, as the, uh, mm. as the, as the saying goes. And the, the UK is actually, um, for those of us that have re-watched this, is, is an interesting one, because typically um, we have a supply-side problem in the UK. Um, so so you know, demand um, is, 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 is strong. That uses up spare capacity um, and the inflation rises. In, 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 in the UK, we've got plenty of, of, of demand, but we haven't got that much supply. Um, unemployment is very low. Um, it's going to be harder for people to, 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 to emigrate to the UK, um, and we have very, very little um, spare capacity. So so we have this, sort of, and, and that's manifested itself in, in relatively high inflation here in the UK. Domestically generated inflation is running above most other countries, and in fact, inflation generally has been above target over the last couple of years. But of course, because we've got this big uncertainty about Brexit, the Bank of England can do nothing other than sit on their hands in the short term. But what it means is when we finally, finally get some clarity on this and we uh, move to a sort of a new arrangement, um, they are going to have to sort of put the monetary brakes on fairly quickly and relatively hard. And that was the message from today, which is, you know, they, they were very, very clear um, that actually what's priced in um, to, to financial markets, and, and I'll use this direct quote here, was unequal to the task um, of, of bringing inflation back to target. In other words, the government bank of England said to the market, you need to discount more rate hikes because that's what we're going to have to do as things stand. I think the overriding message to me over the last few years is that everything from a central banking point of view is actually rather easy. You have a meeting every couple of months, you do absolutely nothing, you maybe tweak it a little bit here and there, but there's no big spikes in inflation, there's no big deflationary pressures, and the world's economy seems to be incredibly efficient when it comes to maintaining price levels at a sort of a stable rate. Am I being fanciful? No, I, don't. I, I, I think that's exactly right. And, and, and I've just sort of thought of a great um, 
uh, a sort of analogy um, that, 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 that um, ex-governor Mervyn King used to use, and it was called the Maradona theory of interest rates. And, and, and oh, yeah. if you're a football fan, you'll in, you'll enjoy this one. And 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 it's the famous um, uh, UK, um, UK, England. Yes, England played Argentina in, in the World Cup. There were two goals in that infamous match. It wasn't the hand of God one, but there was another goal that, that Maradona scored, where he he literally ran from one end of the pitch to the other, and he sort of dummied right and he dummied left. Um, and, and sort of fooled everybody and basically just ran up the field in a straight line um, and, 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 and scored scored this spectacular goal. Now, uh, central banks are sort of doing, this was Merton King's sort of analogy and he said actually, you know, we can, we can sort of, we can steer a little bit hawkish, we can steer a little bit dovish, but actually, if we do that and, and bring expectations back, we don't need to do anything. And actually, I think that's exactly what's happening this time around. You know, inflation's well controlled. If the market's a little bit too bullish, um, it can it can it can dummy it can dummy hawkish. If it's a little too bearish, it can it can it can dummy the other way. And 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 that's exactly it. You know, there's no need to do 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 much at all. Um, and and I think that's where we find ourselves. Without even asking, I managed to bring football into our conversation. Russell, thank you so much for your time. That's Russell. Silverston, Head of Developed Market Foreign Exchange and Rates at Investec Asset Management in London. In South Africa, Investec Asset Management is an authorised financial services provider.